to get the message from Gaithman?
Good morning, Red Ridge United Methodist Church. What a wonderful day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Um, Kim, I believe, did you have an announcement that you wanted to make for us this morning? Hey, I'm Kim Walls and music director here at the church. And uh, we wanted to offer you the opportunity to join in with our choir members via Zoom. On Wednesdays at 6 o'clock, we're going to have some short music theory lessons, more fun than it sounds. We're starting at the very beginning, so if you've ever wondered how to read some music, join us. If you need information, let one of us know. We'll help you out. 6 o'clock on Wednesdays, yes. Great. Thank you, Kim. Um, let's open our service this morning with prayer. Let us pray. Almighty and awesome God, we just thank you for this beautiful day that you have gifted us with. Lord, we thank you for having the opportunity, Lord, to get out and explore your creation, maybe a little more than we've been able to in the past, and Lord, to just appreciate even more how much you love us and how beautiful you have made your world for us to enjoy and also to take care of. Lord, we just lift up prayers this morning for all of our health care workers, Father, especially those that are working shift upon shift upon shift in our hospitals and our medical facilities, Lord. Just place a hedge of protection around them, Father, so that as they are helping us, Lord, they can feel your helping them. Father, be especially with those at East Alabama Medical Center this morning as they, along with everyone else, are reeling from the deaths, the current deaths from this virus. Lord, just let them know how much they are appreciated and just continue to renew your mercies each and every day for them. Father God, we lift up those who are ill, whether it be from a virus or other health-compromising issues, Father God. We just ask a healing touch upon them. Father, bring together your people to continue ministering to them in ways that are safe, Lord, but that also help them to meet the needs that they may have this morning. Lord, I pray for our leaders as almost hour by hour decisions are having to be made and plans are having to be changed and rechanged. Lord, just give them wisdom. Lord, continue to give them strength. And Lord, again, let them know that they are being lifted up in prayer by the people that are called your church. Father God, we just ask that you continue to be with us throughout this worship time. Father, and we pray that what you hear in this place will bless your heart and bless the hearts of others. And we just lift this up in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll have a hymn today. Um, we'll, have, we'll have the words on the screen. The hymn book is 377. It is well with my soul, and as Ruth Lockett has said many times, pay attention to the words, not the singer. Mm -hmm. 
This salvation leads the people to praise God. We today live in a world that is full of intrusions of God. The comings and the goings of the divine. In Christ, the eternal God has come to us and lives with us. This is not some disinterested, distant God, but instead it is a God who comes to us, who comes to us. So as Christians, we should look carefully and prayerfully at all the events in our lives, expectant that God is with us and anticipating that God is always about to do a new thing in our life. And this is even more important as we live out a life of faith through this corona pandemic. A new thing can you see it? This text anticipates God's doing a new thing. The exodus from Egypt was for Israel a moment of God's extravagantly wasteful love. Do you remember that term from last week with the prodigal son? The father had extravagantly wasteful love. So our lesson from Isaiah this morning gives us an opportunity to proclaim a strong God. One who creates something out of nothing. A bright future out of a dismal past. Hear those words again. Our lesson from Isaiah gives us an opportunity to proclaim a strong God, one who creates something out of nothing and a bright future out of a dismal present. This God acts, intervenes, speaks, promises, and creates. I hope you noticed, though, in our text today that God doesn't tell us what he is going to do. He is not going to tell us what that new thing is. And what this does is it enables us, you and I, to stop, to look, to listen, and to trust 
so that we might declare his praise. In our reading from Isaiah, we are faced with a reality that many people have trouble accepting. Ever since its inception, the Christian church has wrestled with change and newness. Have you ever thought about the fact that when we beg people to change their lives, to change their way of thinking, to come to church, to turn their lives over to God, then once they get into church, we don't want any kind of change at all. Jesus is saying, though, forget the way that you did things. I come to give a new way. Anticipate it. But it's hard for us not to consider those former things because we know them so well. And in some cases, they're a part of our very DNA as Christians, if you will. We learn from our history, I hope. But we can't stay there. We must move forward. Whenever I go to a new church, one of the very first things that I begin to hear from the people is, how can we get all of those people who left the church to come back? What can we do? Well, I think that Jesus answers this pretty well in our text this morning. We're to forget it. Did I just say that? Here in the sanctuary, with all of you listening? No, God did. Right here in his word in Isaiah. We are to look forward to anticipate the new thing that God wants to do. If those people that have left the church wanted to be here, they would be here. We can't drag them back through the doors of the church. So we move forward. We move forward. We speak a word of prophecy. If you think about it, God is about to do a new thing here, right here in this is whether you want to be a part of it or if God will have to do it in spite of or around you. As much as we dwell on the past sometimes, we can't change it. We can't go back to it. We can't relive it. We must. 
we can all testify to what God has done in our lives. If he hadn't done something in our lives, you would not be here or out there online listening. We must go forward. But if we are to choose to keep our faith to ourselves, then the very thing we're sacrificing is our future. Think about that for a minute. If we choose to keep our faith to ourselves, we only sacrifice the future. Is our faith strong enough to go boldly where no man has gone before? God is the God of the past, but God is also found in the present and is found already in the future. It is not about where God is, because we know God is everywhere without the constraints of time. But the important thing is where do we, you and I, look for God's presence? Bill Esom, in his book, Leadership on the Other Side, has a comment in the book about church members who come to church because they know it's the one place in their lives that will always be the same. Bill Esom, that was not a compliment. That was not a compliment. We are to move forward, anticipate what God has in store for us, both as individuals and as a church, the body of Christ. Think about that for a moment. Anticipate what God has in store both for us as individuals and for the church, which is the body of Christ. I guess the question that is left for you and I to answer this morning is do we trust our past experience of God or do we trust God and God alone yesterday today and tomorrow even if that means God is doing something new our God keeps promising us, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Can you see it? My prayer is for us to anticipate what God is about to do and then give us eyes to see it. Let us 
Almighty God, you know these people that you have created. Lord, we, we treasure those things from our past, those things that our faith was built on, Lord. And it's hard to strip away those things and place our trust solely in you. Not on those traditions or experiences, Lord. We are in a new day. And whether we want to or not, we are moving forward. Lord, I pray that you will unstick our feet, our hearts, and our minds so that we may go with you into whatever this new thing is that you have promised us that you are going to do. In Christ's name we pray.